Father God, we worship you, we honor you, we bless your holy name. We pray that you speak your word to us. We pray that none of us will leave the same, O oh God. We pray that those here, those watching, will receive from you. For your word says in John 6, 63, that it is the spirit that gives life, the flesh profiteth nothing, but the words that you speak unto us, O oh God, they are spirit and they are life. We thank you for your word. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May we take our seats in the presence of our Mashiach, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ. The only Christ, Jesus of Nazareth. Our Lord, our Savior, our all. The one who lived on earth, came down from heaven 2,000 years ago came physically to the earth, lived in the modern-day Palestine, died, bloodshed on Golgotha, Calvary for our sins, and God raised him from the dead physically. That is the one we say, hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Some Gnostics say he rose spiritually. That, would, that can say, no, that, 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 no sorry. Some nurses say he rose spiritually. I was going to say that might, you know, that will send you to hell. Because he rose bodily. Glory. And he proved it to us by saying, take the fish. Give me fish. Spirit does not have, cannot eat fish. Touch me. Give me fish to eat. Proving. That's why, I mean, because of Jesus eating fish, I know fish is good. So I eat fish. Stop. I eat fish because Jesus ate fish. I didn't hear about him eating different things. He always eats fish. So, fish is very good. Yes, we have a few issues with mercury here and there, but fish, at the nevertheless, is good. Glory to God. God. Hallelujah. Five keys to prosperity. Five keys. Five keys to your prosperity. Five keys to your blessing. Five keys to victory. Five keys to long life. Five keys to God being your nurse. Ah, yes, Sister Emma is a nurse. Sister Etta is a nurse. But I prefer nurse Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you believe he can be your nurse? Look at Psalm 41. We'll read that later on. But let's look at Psalm 41, verse 3. Psalm 41, verse 3. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou wilt make all his bed in his sickness. Look at this in NLT and NIV. This is talking about him. He, he will nurse you. Or you can just look for the verse that talks about nursing to make it easier. There, go, there you go. NLT. The Lord nurses them when they are sick and eases their pain and discomfort. Who better to be your nurse? Than King Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, five keys to prosperity. And prosperity is not just financial. Prosperity is not just physical. Prosperity is prospering spirit, prospering soul, prospering in the body. When you read, watch some of the true Hollywood stories, like I always say, I remember I used to love this lady who used to sing certain songs when I was in the world. And I was shocked. <laughs> To find out that she was depressed and needed depression pills, went for depression, anxiety, all these different things. And I'm like, ah, you have all this money. You are my fan. Or I'm your fan, rather. Is that, yeah, I'm your fan. I, 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 how can you be depressed? How can you be sad? How can you be miserable? But that's because money doesn't give happiness. Fame doesn't give happiness. Jesus gives happiness. Jesus gives joy. So five keys to full, true prosperity. I've talked to some people at work 
in the past. I don't know why they share these things with me. But managers, directors, some of them, you see, they are sad. Some need anxiety. So many complex things. Some of them, oh, if you hear some of their stories. And they share it with me. When you hear some of their stories, their problems. So you realize that, yes, they have money. Yes, you are a CEO. Yes, you are a managing director. Yes, you are whatever. But you are aching inside. You are dying inside. You are not fulfilled. What's the point? So someone will be saying, I've achieved. There's a movie, long old movie, The Game. The Game, Michael Douglas. He was a very rich man. Very, very rich man. But he didn't enjoy his riches. He was always driving around. Always working. And the food he would eat. I mean, if you had $10 billion dollars. Are you going to be just, your meals will be on the road eating beggars? Those are some movies you should watch just to see sometimes how it is. Bishop Doug tells us about, yeah, the game, that's it. Yeah, the game. Bishop Doug tells us about a time he went to Central America. When he went to Central America, he saw a woman with a number of men behind her just telling, you know, this is where this thing happened, this is where that happened. You know, you know Central America, they have a lot of uh, history. Uh, what, what, what are the, the kingdoms there? Mayan or what, what, which, which kingdom? Mayan kingdom. Uh, Aztec kingdoms. Makupuchu, all these different kingdoms. Uh, so they had a lot of history. So you see that, yes, this is where this happened, this kingdom, that kingdom. So Bishop Dirk asked, who are these guys who are always following you? These are CEOs, the top people in their corporations. Top people. But they are depressed and sad and unfulfilled. So this woman takes them around to give them some small excitement before they go back to work. Because the CEO is also under pressure because remember that the shareholders, the preferred shareholders are also waiting. If you misbehave, they'll take you out. Hallelujah. So there's also pressure there. Hallelujah to Jesus. So we are talking about true prosperity, true riches. So number one, the key of knowing that it is God who gives us prosperity. It is God. It is not my boss. It is not your father. It is not your mother. It is not your boss. It is not your boyfriend. It's not your girlfriend. It's not your wife. It's not your husband. It's not your beloved. Now, boyfriend, girlfriend is the world. Beloved is the church. So, it's not your boyfriend, sir. Uh, sorry, madam. Madam. It's not your girlfriend, sir. It's not your husband, madam. It's not your wife, sir. It's not your parents. It is Jesus. It's not even your boss. Because your boss is looking for happiness. I was at a certain job. And I was just listening. And people who were my level and junior, I think my juniors. I was listening to them speak. And then one said, how do you survive in life? How do you go through life? How, how, how do you make it? In the, in the depression and the pain. How do you do it? They, if they ask me, they'll be sad with my answer. Because I say, I don't know what you're talking about. By the grace of God, there's nothing like this depression, shame, all these things. I use church to comfort me. But one says gardening. One says playing the piano. One, so many different things. That's what gives them satisfaction so they won't commit suicide or they won't die or whatever or they will not be depressed. But I have Jesus. I said I have Jesus. And it's better to have Jesus than to have $10 million without Jesus. Yes. Yes. When I used to go out and I booze and I club and everything, the times that I feel good, I feel good. The times that I'm boozed, especially when I was in high school and I sneak out to boarding school, 
as you are coming, I'll never drink again because we are hand over you. As, oh, I'll never drink again. The next day, you are back in the bar. But all that is toilet compared to the joys of serving Jesus, the joys of the Lord, the joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Some people feel that, oh, doing all sorts of things, getting to a certain level will bring happiness. Those over there are not happy. Nothing brings happiness but Jesus. So the key to true prosperity is Jesus. But the key to money, you can use money. The devil can give money. Crime can give money. Look, there's a man called Don Pablo Escobar. He's Al Cadron or Alcadron, whatever. What's the guy's name? Alcadron. Al hey! I watched the true Hollywood story. He loved his family. He loved his wife. That's how he was caught. Because of the family. The, the children, the wife. It's like he loved them so much that he was able to, he could have escaped. But because he had to see them and talk to them, they caught him and killed him. But that man, he was, a, I'm sure he was a millionaire or billionaire. So money, so God is not the only one who gives money. What's the Alcadron or Alcadron? What was the, the guy's name? Yeah, Don Pablo Escobar. That's the guy. He gave money. He gave out to help people. He gave money. So, you, 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 if the police come asking for him, you won't get him because he's helping the people. So, no one will give him up. Okay. How many again know what I'm saying? So, money, as for money, you can be a... Uh, 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 Someone who cuts corners and makes money. Money is not the problem. As for money, the devil also gives money. Yeah. But money is not everything. I know someone whose father was very rich. But throat cancer killed the man. He made a very good light soup. One of the best light soups I've had. When I was a student in the United Kingdom. But he died of throat cancer. But there is a certain joy that comes with God. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and the money will be added. Money is a byproduct of the blessings of God. It is not per se the initial blessing. What's his name? El, pa El Padrino. Yes, El Padron. El Padrino, yeah. I watched a true story, a biography about him. Yeah. He made the money, but it wasn't God who gave him the money. God is not going to, God does, is not into destroying people's lives with drugs. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he, our God, added no sorrows with it. So it means that the finances of the world can make you physically rich, and there will be sorrows attached. But riches, God's true riches, is, is more than money. Health, fulfillment, long life. What again? All these things. Joy. Peace of mind. A certain rest, tranquility. That comes only from God. Proverbs 10.22, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he added no sorrow with it. I used to ask myself, ah, why is, why is it that the unbelievers, this is happening, that is happening, and the Christians, because in my time, now it's different. When I was younger, the Christians, at least in Ghana, were poor, at least the ones I knew. Poor. So, so, so even myself and my friend, my Scottish friend in, in the UK, I went to university with him, where like, he asked the question, and I, I, I agreed at that time, now I don't agree, that why is it that the Christians are poor and they are still saving God? I don't agree now because nobody here is poor. We are, going to, we are rich, we are going to be very rich. There are many wealthy Christians. Why is it that the Christians are poor? I, I said to myself in high school, 
that I'll not become a Christian until I finish my advanced level. I didn't do these things they are doing now. The advanced level, A level, advanced level, GCE, advanced level. Hallelujah. I asked myself, I said, I'm, I'm not going to become a Christian until. Why? Because when I was in high school, exam time, F, 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 S. S is between E and F. Subsidiary, right? Yeah. Then the next Christian guy, F, F, E, E, S. Then the man who was teaching me mathematics, <laughs> he, he was my tutor. He had just finished his advanced level of mathematics. So he was teaching me every day. I'll go to him and he'll teach me math. Then his results came. Oh, what did you get? I got F. <laughs> so the next time the lessons were there, me, me, I'll go to you. You got an F. What can you teach me? That was the end. That was the end. He called me. Let's go have the meeting. There was no meeting to have. How can you, what are you going to teach me with an F? So at a point, I said, I want to become a Christian, but Christians are always failing and always poor. So let me wait till I finish my advanced level. But I didn't know that those were not good examples. They were good Christians, but not good examples of what a Christian should be like. Because what they forgot was that, yes, I'm a Christian, but I might have to do more extra, I have to do extra work than my unbeliever friends. I'm a Christian. So even though... I'm in scripture union, praying in tongues, and hey, back up, all these different meetings. I'm doing all those things. My friends are studying, and God will not write the exam for me. He will, so so I, I, I need to, after doing the tongues, I need to go to the closet. I need to go to the, the, the library and study. They thought God would write the exam for them. So, then exam time. Hey, God, do it. And then F. But that's not, no. But God, then as I became a Christian, I realized that look, there's a lot of prosperity in Christianity. There are a lot of prosperous Christians. There are a lot of successful Christians. There are a lot of Christians who are passing their exams, who are getting straight A's. Then I realized that those were not good examples for me. There are a lot of successful Christians who are making it like these people and even more. And they are more fulfilled. Chick-fil-A, aren't they Christian? They say Sunday, we are, not, we are not working on Sunday. But they are doing well. And I hear to get in, you have to give to charities. You have to have certain values for you to be the leader of it. Chick-fil-A. The franchise. There are many like that. So the key of knowing that it is God who gives us prosperity. Those watching, I hope you understand. It is God who gives you prosperity. You might think it's your hard work. If that's what you still believe, continue to believe that. At the end of the day, you realize that it is God who gives it. Amen. Then we talked about a lot of things. Number two, position yourself for prosperity. Look at Isaiah 119. Position yourself for prosperity. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. Glory, 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 glory. Did you get that? If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. This verse, if you don't have a practical example, it will be difficult. I mean, do you need, I mean, everyone wants to eat the good of the land. Everyone wants to do well. Everyone wants to be, everyone is willing to do well. Everyone not everyone is obedient to do well. Meaning that what do I need to do to be prosperous? I need to obey certain scriptures to be prosperous. Not everyone is obedient. But I thought everyone was willing until I had a crusade in North Minneapolis. That crusade, one of the members of the church, so we knew her, there was a lamp in the breast and the lamp disappeared the night before. The husband examined it, she examined it, and the doctor will tell you that the one, the one to examine a woman's breast more than the doctor is the woman herself. She examined it, there was nothing. The husband is the next person. 
if he's a proper, he knows what he's doing as a husband, he's the next person to know how to examine her wife's breast. And he examined it, and there was no lamp. So the next day, we, she shared her testimony at the crusade. Then I was praying for miracles. And there was a man who couldn't hear in one ear. Meanwhile, another person was also healed in the ear. So he knew that God's power was available. He knew it. So during prayer, one of the pastors, I think it's L.P. Jasmine or Pastor Matthew, one of these, the pastors asked him a question. I want, to, I, I want to trust God with you. Do you want to be healed? But we're serving food after. So right after the crusade, there's food and clothing. So he was asked, let me agree with you. Do you want to be healed? He said, look, 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 look. I've had this hearing problem for many years and I'm not intending for you to be healed. When is the food being served? Then I knew that he wasn't willing to be healed. Not every, so that, this verse means a lot. This verse means that you must be willing to eat the good of the land. It's not everyone who is willing. Because if you are willing, you are prepared to do what it takes to eat the good of the land. If you are willing, you can put your hands together for the Lord, yes. If you are willing, you are going to be prepared to do what it takes to eat the good of the land. There is another man. My father asked me a question. Yeah, a certain business he had. He asked me a question. Do you have any good Christian brothers in your church who I can employ? I said, yes, I do. This man must be good and hardworking. I said, I know many people. So I asked the pastor. And he said, this is a very good Christian. No doubt. Very good Christian. Faithful in church. Tongue-talking. Kaba, Shandala, Bosaba, Kandara. You have that. Now, my father gave him that job. Then my father made a statement after some months. He's, you see, but before the statement, this guy most likely was praying. Prayer meetings, oil will be poured on him. When it's time for breakthrough prayer, oil will be poured on him. He was always praying, so God opened the door for him. My father said he's not met a more lazy person than him before. So my father fired him. Now when you are fired, oh God, why? Lord, why? Why? Even the angels and even the devils who are trying to fight against us are like, what? Why is he saying how? Why? After being lazy like that, do you not expect to be fired? Even the devils are shocked that he's asking such a question. That's the problem with many Christians. They are not willing and obedient. They are not obedient to God talking about hard work. Talking about being diligent. The one who is diligent. We must be diligent. We must be hard working. As for me, wherever I've worked, for, for a person to say I'm not hard working and I don't work hard, then the person must be deluded now. Because even if I have to stay till 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and then wake up the next day and work. It's not. It's easy. Not a problem. So I've even stayed till six a.m. working because you need to finish the project so that the boss will be happy and then move to the next. Yes, that's me. Because you have to be hardworking. But many Christians don't realize it. So these five keys to prosperity. It, if you don't position yourself in hard work, it's a waste of time. I, I do it so that I'll, it will be known that I'm needed for this. I always try to do it in such a way that you know, this person, I'm, I, he's needed. If you are willing and obedient, let's continue. I've not even gone into this week's. 
Now, what are some of the ways to position yourself? Not to sin against God or not to be wicked. Now, someone will say, what? Anyone who does not give to the poor, God calls that person wicked. If they have. Let's look at Deuteronomy 15, 7 to 11. What do you think? If there be if there be among you a poor man of one of thy brethren within any of thy gates in thy land which the Lord thy God giveth thee thou shalt not harden thine heart nor shut thine hand from thy poor brother but thou shalt open thine hand wide unto him and shalt surely lend him sufficient for his need in that which he wanteth Beware that there be not a thought in thy wicked heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of release is at hand, and thine eye be evil against thy poor brother. I mean, your, your eye is evil just because you didn't give. It's not that you were plotting against him. If thy eye be evil against thy poor brother, and thou givest him not, and he cry unto the Lord against thee, and it be seen unto thee. So, a poor person is asking for help. You don't give the person the help and you have the help. And the poor person cries it to be seen. <laughs> Continue. Thou shalt surely give him, and thine heart shall not be grieved when thou givest him unto him. Because that, for this thing, the Lord thy God shall bless thee in all thy works. And in all that thou puttest thine hand to do. Meaning that when you do this, God will bless you in verse 11. For the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore I command thee, saying, Thou shalt open thine hand wide unto thy brother, to thy poor, and to thy needy in the land, thy land. These, these are just how God feels about things. Hallelujah. So sometimes, you see, what, how God felt in the Old Testament is how he feels now. Only that Jesus has brought mercy. But it doesn't mean that if God hated certain things, he doesn't hate it in the New Testament now. No, 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 no. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. He's immutable. What annoys him still annoys him. Only that the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, 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 after Jesus' mercy. The Bible, says, uh, the Bible says that the law came by Moses by grace and truth by Jesus Amen I hope you are listening, those watching <clears throat> Amen Okay, let's get a couple and then we go to our key verses Proverbs 14, 31 Proverbs 14, 31 He that oppresseth the poor reproacheth his maker but he that honoreth him hath mercy on the poor. Look at it in NLT. NLT, I'll, I'll just read it. If you mistreat the poor, you insult your creator. If you are kind to them, you show him respect. I'm not... Wow. Think about it. If you mistreat or oppress the poor, you are insulting God. So, so God takes, you see, someone will say, I'll never insult God. I'll never insult God because I'll never say bad words to God. Not realizing that when, not realizing that God, you, we have insulted God many times. He takes it as an insult. Maybe even worse than some of the things other people say. Why? Because we oppress or mistreat the poor. Because if someone is oppressing my children, I'll take it as an insult to me. Directly. It's like, you hate me. That's why you are oppressing my children. Literally. If someone is oppressing my children, it means they hate me. Full stop. 
I'm sure it's the same with everyone. Sister Emma, if someone is, 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 is more, more treating your child, children, God forbid, it's an insult. That's how God sees it. It's an insult to God if we mistreat the poor. But if we are kind to them, we honor him. Oh God, I want to honor you. Tears. Lord, I want to honor you. And then there's a poor person and you don't help them. Then you really don't want to honor him. Because God is telling us his definition, his love language. God's love language is help the poor and you honor me. That, that is how I see honor. Also with tithe and money and all that stuff. But that, that's a separate one. This one, help the poor and you show me honor. Because someone helps my children, they are showing me honor. I don't know I'm preaching here. Oh God, I want to honor you. You can imagine the tears. But God is not moved by our tears unless we are proving the honor we give to him. Then when we have tears are coming out, it is a memorial. That's why we are going downtown. That's why we are going downtown. You see, I, I, I'm trying my best. I'm not perfect. Oh, ho, ho. I'm trying my best to be practical as a Christian, meaning the Bible says this, execute. If I was able to execute everything, I'm sure I'd be caught up like, you know, uh, you know. But I'm still working. I'm still working in progress. We are all still working in progress. But the ones I can do, that's why the prison, that's why the poor the widows. Look at James 1.27. Am I preaching here? James 1.27. Pure and lasting religion. Genuine religion in the sight of God our Father means that we must care for orphans and widows in their troubles and refuse to let the world corrupt us. That's, that, that's proper Christianity. Many times when we travel and we go to these crusades and everything we've stopped doing crusade without especially in Africa we've stopped we, we don't know how to do crusades without helping the poor we've stopped that many of them say yes you've come with the gospel but you've proved the gospel by what you are doing that's, that, that's the proof of the gospel yes you've come with Jesus but you are proving it by what you are doing it's not just hallelujah miracle no 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 that's prove it Hallelujah. No, no, no. Prove it. Hallelujah. Proverbs 17, 5. Whoso mocketh the poor reproacheth his maker or insults his maker. And he that is glad at calamities shall not go unpunished. Another version says, those who mock the poor insult their maker. Those who rejoice at the misfortune of others will be punished. Okay, let's move on. Let's, let me take one more and then we'll go through the prosperity ones. Proverbs 21, 13. Proverbs 21, 13. Who is there? Is it 21 or 31? <laughs> Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. 21, please, not 31, 21. Let me read that again. I, I want the person to get it. So, please go and help. Just go. Go and help. I, I don't know what's going on. Okay, I see the person has it. It's okay. It's okay. No, no. Whoso stoppeth his ear at the cry of the poor. Meaning that the poor is crying for help and it's like you harden your, your, your heart. No, I don't want to help. Oh, I've done that a number of times before I understood this. No, 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 no. He will cry himself. 
but shall not be heard. <laughs> NLT. Oh, it's easy to have it. It's easy to just say, oh, God, another person will help. Oh, God will help a person. It's easy. Easy. Those who shut their ears to the cry of the poor will be ignored in their time, own time of need. Who wants that? Who wants to be ignored by God? No. 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 Then we read Matthew 25, 31 to 46, but let's continue. Now, Proverbs eleven twenty five. Let's go to why helping the poor will cause you to prosper. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. Amen. NLT. The liberal soul, the generous person. The liberal soul, the generous person. NLT. The generous person. The generous prosper and are satisfied. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Oh, you are going through this problem. Oh, let me encourage you. It is well. Oh, take time. God loves you. Refresh the person. And the person says, thank you for, for, for what you've done. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you. I was down. I was so low. Thank you very much. for what Your words mean a lot. will be refreshed also. But the generous will prosper. Yes. Five keys to prosperity. The generous will prosper. Yes. The generous will what? Prosper. So me, I'm not moved by anything. By the grace of God. Because once I'm doing this, it's... It, it, is, it is like, it is, it is impossible that this, these scriptures will not happen. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away before a title of the law. Meaning that everything from the Old Testament to Revelation, Genesis to Revelation will happen. Only that Christ is the end of the law. So that's already dealt with. But these verses are not the law. These verses are things that are practical. That's why uh, Peter will quote, he who loves life and wants to see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking treacherous or li- treachery or lies. Many of the quotes are from the Old Testament. The law is finished in Christ. But these are things that are practical in our lives. Otherwise, what's the point of the Old Testament? It is, it is, it is the, it's this, it's the, the, Jesus is the word from Genesis to Revelation, and more. The generous, no, don't worry, that, that's what we're looking for. The generous, please go back. The generous, the liberal, will be made fat. Yes, we'll do that. We'll be satisfied. Ah, you see, it does not matter what is happening financially. It doesn't matter. So long as you fulfill this, it is impossible for you not to prosper. Because <clears throat> the, uh, the verses, I have a lot of verses here, but I, I, have, I have just about almost all the verses in the Bible that talk about giving and the prosperity. It's so much that it is not possible that you will not prosper if you do it. It's, it's impossible. Because the whole Bible you find that, that, that that's Christianity. That's why the King James Version, love, they, it was a bit confusing. Love charity. That's why they converted love to charity. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. The King James versus, Version, First Corinthians 13, charity suffereth long, is kind, because true love of God gives to the poor, helps. It's more than that, but you cannot separate the two. <clears throat> because God's love is 26 Greek, agape. Then there's agapo. Uh, there's also the love a Christian must have for their brethren to prove they are Christians. Different. We know we have passed from death unto life because we love. 
the brethren, not necessarily Agape. Yeah, King James. Charity, where is it? Uh, uh, yeah, charity. King James, charity. First Corinthians 13, because yeah. So, like I said, any Christian who does this, the Bible, the Bible is sure than tomorrow. <clears throat> because before tomorrow, or before time, the Bible is. Welcome to us together, Jesus. So as for me, I believe the Bible so much that I'm willing to prove it out by things I do. I believe it. Perfection. Zero percent probability of me being perfect. But at least the things I believe, I'll do it because I believe the Bible. The things I'm not able to do, I'll still be asking God, God help me. But as for what I can do, because I believe in the Bible, going head on. I said what? Going head on. I believe that crusades are God's will for my life. And you hear <clears throat> you hear people who don't know God who will try to rebrand, re rephrase it to make it look like it's a bad thing. But if you, I, you see, if I know that God wants me to do this, head on. <laughs> yeah. Head on. <clears throat> because I believe. I believe. Now, this thing is also something you and I must believe. That's why Catherine Kuman said, God is not looking for golden vessels or perfect vessels. Then out. If he's looking for perfect golden vessels, I better sit down and get people like Sister Emma and Brother Fred. I better sit down. <clears throat> perfect vessels. Let me sit down, please. He's not looking for perfect vessels. He's not looking for golden vessels. He's not looking for silver vessels. He's looking for yielded vessels. people like Michael, if he's looking for golden vessels, Michael should be here. I should be sitting down. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's because I say, God, this is me. I'm going head on for you. What do you think? And you discover something that is in the Bible. You said this, I've preached, I've not gone into these verses like this, but I've preached on certain things before, and it baffles me. Some have taken it, and they are doing very well. I know some who have taken it, and they are excelling. Just like you will excel. And I will excel. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let's continue. Let's get a couple more. Proverbs 19.17. Oh, Hallelujah. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. The creator of the universe owes you. <laughs> how many want God, how many want to lend to God? Yes, because God is in heaven. He needs a human channel to help those who are helpless. So if you can be that channel, that's why the Bible says Job, Job said, the, the, in fact, the, the, the poor people said the, uh, uh, our riches are with Job. Think about it. When the poor person saw Job, imagine a widow sees Job. The widow is just there crying. Then the widow sees Job is coming. Oh God, thank you. Job has not said anything. If you read Job 29, oh God, thank you. God, I bless you. Thank you for giving me but Job has not said anything. You just seen that Job is around. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Job 29, you know. Definitely not 36. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Meanwhile, Job, you just heard Job is out in, in town. Oh, Job just entered the building. Then a party. 
Oh God, we thank you. Oh God, you have helped us. But what if Job was just passing by and didn't have? No, 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 no. Job says that the widow and the poor person's money, God has given it to me to give to them. It's not mine. Go to verse 13. Go to verse 10. The highest officials of the city, we'll read Job later on. City, Job explains why he was the richest man in the East. The Bible says, and Job remembered. We'll talk about that later on. I just want to show you something. The highest officials of the city stood quietly, holding their tongues in respect. When the ear heard me, then it blessed me. And when the eye saw me, it gave witness to me. Because, because I delivered the poor that cried, and the fatherless, and him that had none to help him. The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. We'll go into it later on. When you start from Job 29, it says that Job remembers and, and remembers how God made him rich. And the richest man in the East. The Bible says Job was the richest man in the East. He could have been a contemporary of Moses because it's the oldest book in the Bible, Job. Think about it. The widow sees you. I mean, it, it, there's nothing as satisfying as a widow sees you, you help them. And as they're about to roll on the floor, you say, get up. If you don't get up, I'll roll with you. No, I'm serious. Because you, if you are rolling to God, then let's roll. But don't, you can't roll with me. Otherwise, we'll go down together and roll. Yeah, that's how we should think about it. Because no one should roll for you and I. They should roll for God. Just as a mother would see some widows, give them money. And the widow didn't know how they were going to eat the next day. So she would just be rolling, rolling, rolling on the floor, thanking God. <laughs> yeah, it's a blessing. Okay, let's get a couple more. What verse were we on? He that hath pity on the poor lendeth to the Lord. And the Lord will repay. Wow. How many want the Lord to repay you? I mean, Michael, let's do let's let's be millionaires by just following this principle. Yes, let's do it. Let's help the poor. I told you why I stopped helping the poor when I was an unbeliever. How many know about it? Or should I say it again? I was in the world. And because I was in the world, I was with some English lady who went to a pub to meet her friends. When we met the friends, <clears throat> there was a man dressed well, Englishman. He said, all rounds on me. I said, wow, you must be rich. All the, alcohol is very expensive. All rounds on me. All rounds on me. About 20 people. Then I asked, what does he do? He's a beggar. In the, in, in, during the day, he will rip his clothes, he will put dust on himself, he will, he, he, he will have the sign, heaven help the homeless to help themselves. Heaven help the homeless. That's what he does during the day. Then he gets enough money to buy around. So I said, poor people, I'm done. <laughs> That's a non-believer. Until I understood this. So me, it was only people who are crippled. You can see the leg is cut. That's the only people I help. <laughs> Until I understood that Jesus said, that's for the poor, they are always here. You, you have to give to them, but they are always here. Until I understood. Now, now, you don't have to be just maimed. If you have maimed, then you have a special extra blessing. That's why I'm interested in the blind. The blind. The blind. People who can't help themselves. I remember there's a time where we're trying to work on helping some blind people. And then 
were told that we can give the money to or, or the whatever the, the thing we're going to give to people family members who will help the blind I said no who is going to eat that, that, that thing most likely the family members and they'll just give the blind person just give him to a, a piece no I want the blind to benefit you understand you and I must see it that way I pray that as I'm saying it is God understands. I don't want to lose my blessing. God understands that I'm trying to help, I'm trying to get us to think in the right way. God, you know, I don't want to lose all the effort. Because do your your, your good deeds what? In private secret. So that your father who sees in secret to reward you openly. God, please. <laughs> it's too much. I'm expecting to lose it all. But God knows that what I'm trying to do. Proverbs eleven twenty four. Just a, one more verse, or two more, and we continue. Proverbs eleven twenty four. There is that scattereth, and yet increases, increases, and there is that withholdeth more than its meat, but it tendeth to poverty. I think we've read it before, but you are getting understand NLT. It is possible to give freely and be... No, no, no. ES... Uh, what did we use? ESV. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Meaning that I have money. Someone is in need. There's, a, there's someone who is in need. A, a, a Christian in need. Now, I'm here. Tete is here. God forbid I'll do that, but we are using an example. Tete is freely giving. Freely giving. And she's becoming richer. Because she's giving to the poor. Now, God forbid that I am withholding what I can give. Maybe I have $100 I can give to the poor. And I'm withholding that hundred dollars. It will turn to poverty. Or the or or the loss of the opportunity to be rich. <clears throat> Thank you. You lose the opportunity to be rich. What do you think? I'll just read one more verse. We'll talk about it next week, God willing. Psalm 41, verse 1 and 2. Have I read that last week? Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3. Blessed, in fact, let's, okay. Uh, okay, NLT. Let's use NLT for this. We'll go into detail later. <clears throat> oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. Number one, the Lord rescues them in time of trouble. Glory. Is there a trouble that comes? The Lord will rescue. Number two, the Lord protects them and keeps them alive. So number two is that God will protect number three, long life. <clears throat> number four, he gives them prosperity. Five, he rescues them from their enemies. Six, next verse. He nurses them to help. Can you be that? He is the physician. He's the nurse. He's the doctor. He's the healer. Put your hands together for Jesus. Just by helping the poor. Because I ask myself, why doesn't God just help all the poor people? Why are there still poor people? Why can't God help them since the fatherless, the widows, he's the father of the father, fathers. Why doesn't he help them? I got the answer, but it will be next week. God will. Shall we stand to our feet? <clears throat>
Let's ask God to give us grace and help us. And to help us to be kind to the poor. To be kind to the poor. To be kind to the poor. I've not even started about church. This has nothing to do with church. This is poor. Church will come later. This is poor. All this time I've been doing it, poor. The poor. Think about it. Many of us have heard many times that you prosper with church. You get some verses, but these ones, they are every. It is the Bible is full of the poor. a love for the poor a, a, a desire to help the poor a desire to help the poor a desire to help the poor a desire to honor you a desire to lend to you oh god we want to lend we want to lend to you We want the privilege of lending to you, oh God. Hallelujah. The privilege of lending to you.
God, we bless you and we worship you and we thank you for how good you have been to us. We thank you for your word. We really want to be holy and set apart for you. We want to be vessels you can use. Refine us fire. Purify our hearts. Make us holy. Set us apart for your glory. We want to do your will. We don't want to do our will. We want to be hard followers of Jesus. Lord, we want to be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. We bless you and we worship you, O oh God. Make us vessels of honor, sanctified and meet for your use and prepared unto every good work. In Jesus' name we pray. Whilst we pray, I want to give you, if you are watching, online viewers, I want to give you the opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ and to be born again. I want you to repeat after me if you want Jesus Christ to save you. And we can all repeat it together. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sin. I believe that his blood was shed for my sin. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord Jesus for saving me. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Father God we thank you for those who have given their lives to Jesus. Keep them O oh God and preserve them. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. God bless you. We may take our seats and let's quickly take, our time is up, let's quickly take an offering. Offering time is indeed blessing time. Let's take out a good offering. If you have your tithe, you can really give your tithe, but let's take out a good offering to bless the Lord. And those watching also, you can also give. Acts says, we know that the Lord Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. So give to the Lord a good amount and he will bless you. Father God, bless our offering. Bless our tithe. In Jesus' name. Amen. It is coming from my heart. Praise and thanks to you, Lord. All the things that you have
Father God, bless our offering and tithe in Jesus' name. Amen. One more time. It is coming from my heart. Father God, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.